0: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolutely ready on a Tuesday. Andy Bush here with your Hometime show. How are you doing? We ended last night's show, if you listened, right to the very end. Uh, We were asking what everyone was up to with their Monday night. Uh, You may remember from last night's show, as I uh, wished you goodbye and went off into the night, I went to our little board game night with my little lovable group of geeks. And uh, we had a brilliant board game night last night. It was good, just in case you were wondering. Uh, but my friend Brian spilled not one, but two pints of beer all over the table whilst we were trying to play a board game. It was unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. I've seen people spill one pint with their elbow before. He knocked over two. It was It was something else. But little did I know that was the calm before the storm because I then massively screwed up getting the train home. Uh, obviously, we play in central London, uh, a lovely little board game cafe called Drafts, and I have to get back to Leon C., which is normally OK, but I heard about engineering work, so I, I tweeted the C2C, our local train company, and they're normally quite good on Twitter, and they sent me back the train timetable. You know those things that are on the wall when you go to a train station? And it looks like DNA code or the Enigma code. I've got absolutely no idea, literally no idea. So I kind of winged it, ended up staying at West Ham station for nearly an hour and getting home after midnight. Bearing in mind, the final dice roll happened at 10pm. I got home at midnight, so it was a nightmare. And I just want to admit at the very start of tonight's show, despite the fact that I'm a grown-up, I still cannot read train timetables. I still don't know anything about them. Or lace up a brand new pair of shoes. So I just thought, let's get have some cards on the table. Let's be completely honest to start this uh, Tuesday Night Hometime show off. If there's something you can't do, despite the fact that you're an actual grown-up, I want to hear from you right now. LJ says, uh, I can't tell analogue time without looking at it <laughs> really hard and still checking my phone just to make sure I'm right. I've had that before. I mean, I've got like a normal watch with like, you know, I don't know what to describe it. I suppose analog. I was going to say big hand and little hands. It makes me sound like I've got a problem. Um, but uh, if ever anyone comes up to you and, and asks you for the time in town, anyone else ever had like a. Their mind goes blank and they can't say it. It's a nightmare. Even 24 hour time on a digital watch. I have a panic attack about that as well. Claire says, have to be careful how I say this. I can't wink with both eyes. Phew. Or pop a cork. That's very strange. Hide a Paul Rezon who can't do Ziploc bags, he hates them. Imagine having that much hate towards Ziploc. And Tom says, rap presents, I'm terrible at it. In year four, my teacher banned me from doing it, so I never got any good. Looks like a four-year-old did it. Uh, Gordon says, following the thread of things you can't do, I can't whistle with my fingers. As a man of 49, this bothers me more than it should. Do you know I can't do that. I can't do the whole whistle, with your, wolf whistle thing with your fingers. Can't do it. There's another one I can't do. Mark Tate says, I can't open my eyes underwater. I can't do that either. There's a lot of sympathy going on in the room this evening, so don't don't feel alone if you can't go underwater and open your eyes because there's a few of us. Maybe we should meet up on a Wednesday night. Oh, we've got Kate on the line. Kate, you having a busy day? Yes, I am. I'm busy working away. You still work? What time are you done? What time do you finish?
1: Oh, when I'm done, really. Um, busy,
0: busy. It's like You're your own <laughs> boss. You sound like your own yes, boss, Kate.
1: I am. I am my own boss, very much so.
0: Is it a good time to be your own boss or is it stressful being your own boss?
1: It's extremely stressful being your own boss, but the job that I do is extremely rewarding. So uh, teaching babies to swim, what better job could you have, really?
0: Oh, cute. I remember taking our two-year-old for some swimming lessons. She loved the first couple, and then you get that one moment as a parent where they absolutely kick off,
1: and you've got to get out. Yes, well, pretty much. That's the way it goes, isn't it? That's that's just the way
0: it is. Well, listen, you sound like a a very proficient person. Could you please share with the group what it is that you can't do, despite the fact that you're a successful adult?
1: (laughs) I can't say the name Jeremy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just give that another go. So you can't say Jeremy, but how do you say it?
1: Jeremy. I've not been able any time, whether it be Jeremy Kyle or... wow. Jeremy Clarkson, I just can't say the name. It's absolutely ridiculous. So let's try I've never and... had to teach anybody. Let's try and do a bit okay. of distraction,
0: though. So what was the, the, the famous prankster who used to do things on TV with, with candid cameras and all that kind of thing? What was his name?
1: Oh, God, uh, um, I don't know, but it's got to be... I, it doesn't work. Jeremy only ever comes out, and the more I concentrate on it... Sertain-
0: surname Beadle, give it a go. What was his name?
1: Jeremy Beadle.
0: Nice. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's unbelievable, that, isn't it?
1: It is. It just doesn't work at all. And I have no idea why. I can say most other words, but that's just fooled me. Last thing
0: last thing on this, you must be terrified of uh, having, uh, like, a friendship with someone called Jeremy or uh, <laughs> or working with or for a Jeremy.
1: No, thankfully, I worked for uh, Jeremy and um, <laughs> he kindly said to call him Jess because it's just got a bit... Um, <laughs> It's bloody embarrassing after a while. Brilliant.
0: If in doubt, call him Jez. Fantastic. Good to speak to you, Kate.
1: And you. Thanks very much.
0: Getting so many people getting in touch saying they can't wink with both eyes. Uh, that's really bizarre. Have a little go now. Can you do both eyes? I can do both eyes. Matt Walters says, I can't wink with both eyes. Can only close the left one to wink. As his other half, Katie Walters, continually mocks him. I'm not an ambient winker. There's a there's a tweet that's absolutely uh, laden with uh, danger for a broadcaster. Uh, let's move on. We've got Gillian on the line. Gillian, what can't you do?
2: I can't follow a sat-nav.
0: Can't follow a sat-nav. So what? Talk us through it. What's the problem?
2: I can set a sat-nav up. Right,
0: But right. then
2: if it says, like, turn left at 200 yards, I'm like, how far is 200 yards? <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, so you get you get confused when the, sh- the sat-nav is barking out instructions and what, you just get panicked out a bit by, by it, do you, Gillian?
2: Yeah, and I'm like, well, how far is 200 yards? So then I'll either... <laughs> take the next turn. And I'm like, and that's like, then go and, um, please turn around and take the next exit. Please turn around, turn right. You've gone off road or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I'm like, get back on the road. And that's like, the sat-nav's got all haywire I've and haywire. And it's got all arrows and things pointing. Or either I'm driving thinking, where's 200 yards? And then it's like, Please take the next exit on the left. You have missed your turning or something. Julian, I'm no- getting
0: stressed even listening to it. It sounds like an absolute nightmare. You mustn't get out anywhere.
2: I don't. That's why I let my husband drive. If we go away on holiday or anywhere, he'll set the sat-nav up and he's like, do you want to drive? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to speak to you. Stay in the passenger seat and stay safe.
2: Yeah, I do. I just cannot get on with a sat-nav.
0: Claire says, I can't even make the right amount of pasta, I can get with that Sophie says, I can't go to bed without my teddy, I'm 38 I've had to drive back to Wales to fetch him, and get my mum to drop him off as he's travelled the world from Australia to Europe and, uh, Stacey says my boys will go through their whole school lives and I don't think I'll fully ever understand what year number they're in, I have exactly the same issue, it seems to be more complicated now than it did in the olden days for some reason, uh, we've got Maddie on the line, Maddie, tell everyone what you can't do, I
1: Cannot put my bra on the right way round. I have to put it on back to front and twist it round like a child. So embarrassing.
0: So, in in terms of the whole growing up thing as a girl, where you get you, you learn the the dark arts of being a female. Obviously, this must be when the, the us boys or lads were sent out the assembly, and you, you get yeah. to learn it. Is that what they, they teach you to do the backwards one first, then spin it around, and then as you get older, you can do it behind your back, or what? What's okay. what's the score?
1: Yeah, that is exactly it. But unfortunately, that day, I think I was skiving. <laughs>
0: And do you not try and give it a go, but it just doesn't work out?
1: I think my arms just don't work that way, and it takes me far too long, so I twist it round.
0: Okay, and there's no way of trying to teach you, but beyond this point now, it's too late to try and teach you otherwise.
1: I think I'm well and truly past it, Bush. Absolute Radio.
0: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime
2: Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: If you remember, we had Paddy McGuinness on the show last week talking about the new series of Top Gear that started over the weekend. And I don't know how, but we got onto this kind of weird subject, kind of bizarre alternate reality subject that I'd like to explore in this hour of the Hometime Show, if that's okay. It's kind of a dark hypothetical future. I need you to imagine that the DVLA, normally a fairly inert organisation that you maybe have your driving test with or send off, you lose your licence. But imagine this, right? The DVLA, in this alternate reality future, have outrageous new powers allowing them to instantly crush cars that display annoying behaviour. So I want you to imagine the DVLA officers riding around. Have you ever read, like, Judge Dredd from the 2000 AD comic? A little bit like that. DVLA officers can just kind of roam around with impunity making cars get crushed just because they're doing something that's a little bit annoying. And here's the question, what would or should be a crushable offence as far as you're concerned uh, for these DVLA officers if uh, they spot a car that's doing something? I'll start you off with one, and this is why I put uh, Paddy McGuinness in our interview last week, which you can catch on the podcast. Eyelashes on headlights, or car anthropomorphisation. Hard word, which I don't think I've got right, even though I'm an adult, see previous era of the show. But you know when people try and turn their car into like a like a character or a human being you know have a tail on it and stuff like that the instant crushing as far as I'm concerned I'll chuck another one in the mix instant crushable offence comic sans number plates you having that comic sans font on a number plate Alex Goy. Uh, the journalist, the car journalist, so he's, this, is, this is his field of speciali- speciality and specialisation, says he would have cars instantly crushed if they have the sticker that says powered by fairy dust on it. Sam says, Little Prince stroke Little Princess on board signs. Little people have a problem with them. It's kind of the same as the fairy dust thing. Simon Ross says, Black wind- Back windows filled up with tacky, cuddly toys that look like rejects from the arcade grabber machines. And hi to Andy Knott, who says definitely... Now, I've not seen this. He says, definitely the plastic arm hanging from the boot. Is that still a thing? Loving this stuff that's coming in. Robbie from Dorset says, um, dog or cat stickers in the back window of a car where the rear wiper is the tail. That's a why it's winding me up even thinking about it. Uh, Despina from Aylesbury says, a load of people have been saying this. I don't think I've ever seen them before. She says, instant crush, those stick figure families that go along the base of the rear window. Uh, Sam is on the line at the moment. Sam, what type of cars in your opinion should be crushed by the DVLA? Um wouldn't be loud, exhaust. loud exhausts. Loud exhausts. Yeah, it's got to be. I've I've said on this show before that I think every local neighborhood has one fellow who's had a midlife crisis and bought a Harley Davidson and you can he, you can hear him coming home from work in each evening because his exhaust is so loud. Have you got someone yeah. like that in your, your neck of the woods?
3: Yeah, um, it's not so much um motorbikes, not Harley Davidsons or uh, anything like that. It's just just cars obviously. My racers, I liked all of them. Oh, I'm 30-odd, 30, 30 so I've got two young daughters, so... It's, um, when, you, when, you get, when you're when you trying to get them to sleep on a night and they're flying past the house, yes. making a lot of noise and stuff, so... OK, and
0: have you, but, you yeah. never been tempted to modify your car, put lights underneath it, drop the suspension, get the old no. exhaust
3: going? No. no, it's not something that bothers me, like, but... <laughs> But I'm working all the time, so I don't get
0: much time. So. <laughs> all right, man. Well, listen, so as far as you're uh, concerned, the DVLA can cru- crush cars uh, which have ridiculously modified exhausts. Yes, yes. R- ridiculously loud exhausts, yeah. Brilliant. Good speech, you man. Take care. Have a good yeah, Tuesday. Good to you. Take care. Helen says people hanging their arm out the window. Why? To what purpose? good point, Helen. I just never really got annoyed by that before. Sometimes you get a bit of a tan on the arm, a bit of a trucker's tan, but like I say, could be a crushable offence. Uh, David says, lorries that overtake other lorries whilst going uphill on a dual carriageway. I've never really understood that. I do believe that there is some kind of game that lorry drivers play where they take turns overtaking each other. It must have a name. There must be rules to it and everything. There's a winner at the end of the journey. Uh, Colin says, flashing indicators have been perfectly sufficient for 80 years why do people now need scrolling animated ones that's a good point as well these are all good points we've got caroline on the line caroline what do you think
1: i think all cars that have a box of tissues on the back parcel shelf should be
0: crushed (laughs) what's your problem with someone having tissues on the back parcel shelf what's your problem with that
1: well if you're driving along and you need a tissue it's not much use if it's on the back shelf is it
0: that's a really good point because you do see that quite a bit, the the old uh, tissues in the back. Yeah, they're, they're miles away. Absolutely. You're not be able to reach around and get them, are you?
1: No, no. And the, the same people sometimes have cushions on the parcel shelf as well. What's that all about?
0: <laughs> Caroline, I think you've got a problem with parcel shelves in general, haven't you?
1: Yeah, maybe I have. Maybe I should just get early state, car. <laughs> 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 Salute Radio.
0: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I'm on my own tonight because uh, uh, Richie, my other half, Is on his holidays for a week, which means I've got producer Adem with me. So he's been arguing during that song about different things. you over there, you alright? I'm good here, I'm good. Uh, Should we do Tuesday Tombola? Yeah, I've got it here. Here we go. Who knows how's this going to go? Some very aggressive spinning going on by the two-lane ball botherer over there. Just knocked off Richie's face by accident. Oh, it's like an omen when that happens, when one of our little cardboard faces Uh. comes off. Thanks for having me back, by the way. No, it's good good to have you. Do you feel like. you know, you got rested, you got put on the bench a little bit. Because I feel you get like to I'm Ozil, number. I've been left out in the cold, but now I could I could make a comeback and this could be a full-time thing. You could pay Richie's wages then, like Urzel's done for uh, Gunnasaurus. I won't be doing that. OK, so what ball has come out of to the Tombola this evening? So it's number 87. Now, this is interesting. Ball 87 pertains to the following phoning topic. Have you ever seen a celebrity when you've been on holiday? Which is interesting because... We went on a flight to San Sebastian, right? And it just turned out... It was for my friend Kester's uh, 40th birthday. Uh, it turns out it happened to be the San Sebastian Film Festival. And I think, if I remember correctly, Javier Bardem and Emily Blunt were on the plane because they were in a movie called Sicario. Is that is that... Does that ring right? right? I, I need to fact-check you because you are... Well, Richie's normally wrong. Emily Blunt was in Sicario... It's Benicio Del Toro. That's it, you're right, you are right. It's not having a bad it's Benicio Del Toro. Well, there you go. Damn it, I hate it when you're right. Okay, fair enough. Well, there you go. That is the basis of the final part of the show this evening. If you've ever seen someone famous whilst you've been on holiday, maybe relaxing around the pool, eating a, in the me- a meal in the restaurant in the evening, anything goes, some brilliant stuff coming into the show. Rebecca says, I spent an afternoon drinking with Wendy Richards, a.k.a. Pauline Fowler, from EastEnders in Malta. Brilliant. What a legend she was. Kevin says, bush, I saw Chewbacca playing on a fruit machine in, in a Haven caravan site. He's from the West Country, isn't he, as well? So there you go. Oh, we've got Wilkie on the line. Have a listen to this, folks. Wilkie, who did you see on holiday? Maradona. Maradona, as in actual Hand of God Maradona?
3: As in actual Hand of God Maradona. We was so, at a hotel in, uh, in, in Rome, and with my wife. Yeah. And um, sat next to the pool, lovely evening, bright swimming pool, and um, there was a group of lads on the table next to us, And uh, she looked across and pointed at me and said, it's Maradona on the table next to us. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't even like football. And I looked across and there it was, Maradona at the table next to us um, with a group of uh, his mates, who one of them then got up and walked to the far side of the swimming pool and serenaded um, whoever was there with the hotel pianist it was all very embarrassing
0: oh wow that is unbelievable and what kind of Maradona are we talking here are we talking because he's, he's gone he, he's, you know, he's been dead skinny for a bit then he kind of put it back on again and he's had a mullet going on and he's had the sunglasses he was
3: he was quite chunky with a bit of a mullet but the, the clue the giveaway was the massive uh, diamond uh, earring thing that he had in his ear yes. and I was surprised actually at how short he is because he's a proper little short ash.
0: He's, uh, he's a little shorty but my, my god he was one hell of a player wasn't he
3: uh, well, I don't know because I don't like football. To be honest with you, so that, that was that was that was how certain I know it was him because I don't like football and I recognised him straight away.
0: Wilkie, I don't I don't want to start on you or anything, but I, I would say you, have not been into football, this Maradona experience has been wasted on you a little bit. It was, yeah, it
3: was rather. But then you see, I do dine out on it quite a lot and end up talking to Redo DJs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go,
0: every cloud. It was Maradona. <laughs> Good to have you on, fella, and best of luck when you recount this story next time.
3: Thank you very much. Thanks for the call. Speak
0: to you soon. Thank you. If you've got involved, or called or texted or whatever, I apologise if you haven't got to everyone because they're so, so good. Uh, let's just try and get through as many as we possibly can. Uh, our deputy head of music, Tim, has just got in touch with us to say that his daughter, Isabel, saw the lesser-spotted, silver-haired John Craven filming Countryfile in Poldark country in the Cornish coast. What about that? I don't think that, We've had no other uh, spottings or sightings of John Craven, so that's a hell of a sighting there in itself. she gets some kind of badge for it. Alex Swain says, Bush, I remember being in Spain when I was about nine. And Gonch, is that his name? Gonch from Grange Hill was in the same hotel complex. Hashtag winning, hashtag Grange Hill. Thanks for getting involved, Alex. Mrs B, Queen of Cakes, has tweeted the show to say, Bush, we've seen, now listen to this for a combo, we've seen Ronaldo and had photographs with him and Joe Frost's super nanny. Uh, Deborah Powell says, sat behind Steva Grizovich on a flight to Orlando, bought his daughter a watch and himself some cigarettes from on board duty-free. Thanks for that, Deborah. Andrew says, I saw Minty from EastEnders at an airport in Tenerife. We always love a bit of inty, uh, inty Minty Intel. That's quite hard to say. Uh, we always love a bit of Minty Intel here on Home Time. I'm uh, going to love this one. This is Anne. Who did you see on holiday, Anne? Which celeb? Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner, so tell us the scenario. This is the, might be the most famous person that's been met so far from the home time listeners. What happened? How did it come about?
4: I was in a chili bar and I was grabbing some uh, some lunch and uh, I was on my honeymoon. And um, where was this, by the way? In, sorry, uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. And this man came in wearing a Water World t shirt, and everybody was wearing them. And I was really wondering where they were coming from and why everyone was wearing them. So I said what is it? (laughs) And uh, he said, it's a Hollywood blockbuster some people are making. So I said, oh, right, okay. I'll look out for that then. (laughs) And And then we started talking about chili, and I was saying it's the first time I've been in there that week, yeah, because I really liked it.
0: What was what um, was Kevin so, Costner's view on chilies, by the way? Just whilst it
4: loves we, it, loves is it. He? It was it was uh, well, they were they serving up sort of chili con carne type things. There were some vegetarian ones and brilliant. some non vegetarian ones. But he, lo- um, he loves um, he
0: loves chili con carne and stuff like that. Do you like spicy foods.
4: Yeah, loves it. Oh. Yeah, but not many people in the crew did. They were all down Subway. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> more for Kevin, though, isn't it? That's brilliant. If so, loads yeah, of people don't like but, it, you can have it all to yourself. So,
4: well, exactly. And I got outside and my uh, my husband was like, what was he saying to you? What was he saying to you? I thought, what? You're a bit nosy, aren't you? You have been married a week. What's going on? <laughs> and, uh, and he said, uh, he said do, you, do you not know who that was? I said, I haven't got a clue. And then he sort of gets into his limo and he's, bye, Anne. And off he went. Oh, wow. Who is that? And he said, get Costner, you silly mother. That
0: is unbelievable. <laughs> oh. So you thought this fella you were chatting to about chilies in the uh, in the bar there in Hawaii was just you know like when families all get their oh, little do the their t-shirts <laughs> yeah. done or something like that.
4: Yeah, I thought it was just one of the crew from something like that. Yeah, that type of thing. I mean, it was 26 years ago, so it was a well while back now.
0: Okay, well, listen, to Anne, so, lovely to yeah. speak to you. That's amazing. Thanks so much.
4: That's all right. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: One,
0: two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's Podcast, it is now over. Let me hear you say, Bush and Richie's Podcast, it is now over. Bush and Richie's Podcast, it is now over. It's over. It's over. It's done.